You're listening to Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. How a lapsed gamer returned to the hobby after 30 years. And what happened to him on the way. Right. It's uh, nine, ten past nine, Saturday morning. The rains have finally eased off a bit and I'm going for a run and you may be able to detect from my voice that I'm not entirely enthusiastic about this. The, um, the mind screamed no and the body screamed fuck no. Oh, anyway, I've, I've got to get back to this. I, I've been pretty... Um, pretty bad with my uh, exercise in the last month and um, a really bad month to be getting bad with the exercise because we're about to enter the overeating season and uh, I really don't want to come back half a stone heavier. Uh, so anyway, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right. Wow, I'm trying to record a segment after each mile. <sighs> if mile one is this bad, oh, where, where's the mile two? Finish the run. Oh my god. So, uh, just two miles. That's all I can manage these days. Um, first mile, about 9.3. Sorry, 9.5, 9.30, whatever. Uh, second mile was uh, about 8.2. So that's always good when your second mile is faster than your first mile. Um, so uh, not quite pleased with that. But yeah, I'm well off the pace. I, I'm averaging about nine-ish. I should be doing eight. Um, well, look, I'm 51. It's all right. Eight, eight is a pretty good rate for a 51-year-old, I reckon. So back to the gaming. Okay, Saturday, I have recovered from my run. I've recovered from being possessed by the spirit of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, um, which is not a nice thing to happen to anyone, I can assure you. And um, yeah, players are coming around in about two hours. We're having an early start today. Oh, hour and a half. Crap, better get my shit together. Um, got an early start today. Um, hopefully, we probably might run a bit long because um, this more or less is the climax to the New York chapter of masks. And um, well, it's, it's kind of interesting because they are this. This could potentially be a TPK. <laughs> There's no question about it. Um, and I've only <laughs> I have I have a shameful admission, OSR admission. I have only ever done one TPK in my entire life. And that was about a month ago. <laughs> um, in fact, I um, we have a Slack channel. Um, me and my friends who used to play in LA and now and now we play online uh, on Roll Twenty. Um, and I changed my handle on Slack to finally got my TPK. <laughs> uh, I am not an adver adversarial DM. Please, please believe me. But um, come on, I was running Tomb of Horrors. I really, you have to get a TPK in the Team of Horrors, otherwise you haven't run it properly. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, 
I'll go through all the fun and games of that one another in another podcast. But anyway, possibly about to have my second TPK, and I, I really, really don't want one um, because we've been playing for two for, for nearly three months now, and the characters are really, really embedded, and uh, I, I think everyone really loves playing their characters, and um, I don't want to have to go through the pain of of having to figure out how we how we continue with a, with a bunch of new ones. But frankly, they they are about to rush headlong into the basement of Juju House, wherein right at this present moment, there are 30 cultists, a fairly powerful um, spell caster, three um, zombies, disemboweled zombies. This is the variety that they create. Um, you know, they shamble along and all their, all their guts are hanging out. Possibly one of them will be someone they know as well, which makes it... <laughs> <laughs> could be quite fun or fun <laughs> um yeah fun <laughs> and um and also in a pit there's this thing called the chakota which is this horrible horrible thing it's this kind of giant fleshy sort of worm thing like black ridged slimy worm thing and they they create the cultists create it um, in this sort of um, voodoo ritual, they kind of create it, and then they have to feed it. And they feed it by throwing live human beings into the chakota pit. And um, and it consumes them, and then they become absorbed into the chakota, and their faces just kind of slowly erupt out of the skin of the chakota like a giant boil. Um, and... They, they've still got some kind of, of their original sentience and they're just kind of wailing and screaming. So at this point, its body is, is just erupting with heads all over it, all of which are moaning and screaming in this pit. And each of the heads takes part in the consumption of any new victims thrown in. It is a, it is a gross and vile creature. Um, and if one, any of them end up in that pit, they're basically done for. Uh, they're pretty much done for. So yeah, they're about to rush down uh, into this into this ritual, into this um, dark of the moon ritual, to try and um, deal with the cult. Um, the I suppose the interesting thing is, and I haven't I haven't really thought about how exactly this is going to play out. Is that there's all these other kind of complicating factors that might get in the way. There's the corrupt police um, officer or Captain um, Robson who actually is being paid off by Juju House and is running a bit of a protection thing there. So um, he's already, his men have already threatened the group when they uh, turned up outside Ted's bar in Harlem, gave them, uh, gave them short shrift. And, um, but there's also the Harlem Hellfighters, the uh, 144th Regiment, um, of uh, I think it's a it was a it was a real regiment I don't know if it's or something like that called the Harlem Hellfighters who who were an all black regiment during World War One and were greatly feared but um, by the Germans um, and had a a, a a very fearsome reputation anyway they they're another group who who they kind of made some contacts with and they might help out um, then there's also the local mob Stephanie St Clair's um, mob in Harlem, who um, who again were historically they, they that was a real thing. Stephanie St Clair was 
a female gang leader in Harlem in the 1920s. There's a really amazing story about her. And um, so, yeah, they're sort of somewhere in the background. And then there's the good cops um, <laughs> who they've kind of allied themselves with, who apparently have said they will send some some help along at some point in the evening uh, just to check out this tall story of cultists and, and ritual murders and all that. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts here, and I really haven't thought through how it's all going to kick off. And, and that's right. That's right. I shouldn't be scripting this at all. But I'm just wondering what is the most, what would be the most fun? I mean, potentially the most fun would be if they get there and um, the corrupt cops are kind of already there and they get into a bit of a confrontation with them first or they try and tell them there's all this crazy stuff going on in the Juju house and they, um, you know, they play along for a bit and then they turn on them. That's another option. You know, at some point the Harlem health fighters might turn up and there could be a big shootout or the the good cops could turn out and there, that would be a very interesting like dynamic. You know, they, do they, do they start getting into a fight with their own men from a different precinct who they know are corrupt? Really, uh, who knows, it could, it could go any way. Um, yeah, let's see, I guess. <laughs> let's find out what happens by playing. Um, I will get back to you after the game and um, I'll tell you how it all went. My players have just left. It's 6.30 on Saturday night. We had an epic session. We started at about 11.30 and <laughs> finished about 6.00. That was um, that was something. Uh, we did take a couple of breaks and we didn't start like exactly on time, but um, but yeah, we got to the conclusion of the New York chapter of Master of Nyarlathotep, and it went pretty much as I expected to. There wasn't <laughs> there wasn't a TPK, um, but man, it got kind of close at times. Um, it it. Um, it got really, um, it got really tense. There were some really huge moments of action and drama and a, a, a fair bit of role playing as well. And the usual, the usual dick jokes. That's always part of it. And, um, and yeah, we, uh, we got to the end of the chapter. Um, the, the players were, um, were, were pretty creative, I thought, in their in their problem solving. Um, you know, why shoot three uh, corrupt cops when you can just mow them down with your car in a snowy alleyway in Harlem? I mean, why why would you do anything else? Um, I think they did regret not really, uh, you know, coming with enough uh, enough explosives. They really they just had some like flashbang fireworks, and they probably could have done with some major. Um, uh, you know, ordinance to um, to deal with what was in that pit. A um, couple of them gained some interesting new insanities. That's always good. One of them is um, one of them is now uh, has a phobia of demons and a compulsion to set fire to things. Uh, and the other one is is essentially um, is essentially now. Uh, well, just lurking below the surface of his of, of his sanity is is the mind of a of a psychotic um, killer. So, um, 
but yeah, that, that went pretty well. I'm sure there'll be plenty of fun that comes out of that. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it uh, didn't. It kind of went how I thought it might go, kind of. But um, but there was always some weird randomness thrown in. Um, they they ended up getting into a huge gunfight in the alleyway with the with the rest of the corrupt cops and um and then the Harlem Hellfighters came along and and kind of saved their asses at one point um one of them was taken down into the Chakota pit um on his own and uh yeah that was pretty amusing he got tied up and was about to be lowered into the pit to be consumed by the Chakota when uh, of course at the last minute the rest of the crew burst in and started shooting people. Um, what a perfect way to, to end the year and end the chapter. Um, we'll probably play a little bit online on Roll20 when I'm back in the UK. And uh, yeah, I think they need, I think they need a little bit of R&R after all that. Um, nice long sea voyage. Nothing could go wrong on a nice long sea voyage after all, could it? And also we recorded the session again, this time with a proper mic, um, it, uh, much better recording. It's a, it was a 360 mic, so you, you can actually hear everyone. And um, the dice banger, actually I shall call him, was, was given uh, strict instructions to keep his hands off the table. Um, the only problem was I, I was pausing it and restarting it at various times, and I forgot to turn it back on for the last hour. Um, so most of the climactic fight is not recorded. Um, there's still some funny stuff in there, um, but I'm a bit annoyed with myself for that. Um, well, it's gone. It's gone now. Move on. We will we will record other sessions, I'm sure. I will eventually edit something together and put it up. Um, I'm sure no one. I'm sure most people aren't. Wouldn't be that interested in it. But in a way, it's just for my for me and my players to to kind of. Um, look back on and, and reminisce. So thanks for listening to another episode of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. This will be my last posting before we shift forward eight hours in time and and um, spend our Christmas in England. Um, and to play you out, here is the inimitable Juno by Chronox.